There is nothing wrong with having standards. There is something very wrong with settling just for the sake of companionship. Buy the shoes, drink the wine, and love with every fiber of your soul. Pop that pussy on a real one. Therapy and relationships. I know um, I've I tried therapy within my marriage. I tried therapy twice within my marriage. Uh, it was in the beginning, a little after I had my son. And I'd, I'd say that's probably around the, in between the one and the two year mark, I tried therapy. We lasted one session. <laughs> we lasted one session and we didn't even last the full, this was a 90 minute session. And I think we lasted about 20 to 30 minutes into the session before I got up and walked away. And I think at that point in the marriage, I was so frustrated and marriage is not easy. It is not easy. Even me thinking back about it. I I got married to my ex-husband in 2004. It is now 2021. And I'm thinking back to like that initial first two or three years that we were married. That was probably the hardest years of our marriage. And they had the most stressful. It's supposed to be a happy time. You know what I mean? But it wasn't (laughs) at all. And sitting in that session, you know, I set the appointment. Um, I picked the therapist and then I wanted to sit down to try to get it where in my mind, I did not think that we would be married over five years. And this was an act of desperation. It was an act of wanting to have a long lasting marriage. And then the fact that we were about to have our son and I just didn't want him to come into an environment where you can literally tell like these two people hate each other. So sitting in that session, I I came into realization like he lied. And that's one of the things that's just not, even if you're going into a session alone by yourself, it does the therapist no justice for you to lie and not be honest in it. And it doesn't help her give an idea or her or him, whoever your therapist is, it does not give them a good platform to be able to diagnose find a solution for you guys properly especially if you're lying and I think one of the things with my ex-husband is he was very big about appearances so he doesn't want to come off like our marriage is this shit show that it was and he and it didn't matter who it was if, if you're in the privacy if it's just as long as me and him knew about the shit show and nobody else knew about the shit show he was perfectly fine with living with that but the fact that this is an unbiased person they have no they're not going to side with me they're not going to side with you they're literally going to take everything at face value and make an act and make a unbiased decision about how this can work for the both of y'all And with us going through that and us doing that, like I got up and I left because it's like, look, I did all of this to make sure that we're good. You tell me that you want this. Like, come on, at least be honest during it. The second time I attempted was the final hurrah at the end of our marriage. So at this point, I want to say we had been married. We have been married about eight years at this point. 
So I already had my son, already had, you know, already had our son, already had our daughter at this point. And I just knew, I knew in my soul that it wasn't going to go past this. That this was going to be the last of it. So I tried again. When I tried again, there were, they suggested that we both have separate therapy. So the therapy, he had his own therapy, therapist, I had my own therapist, and then we had therapy together. Because I had a lot of stuff that I needed to, I had a lot of childhood trauma I needed to unpack in that moment. He also had a lot of childhood trauma that he needed to unpack. And then me being a mom, me having postpartum, I needed to take care of that as well. Then on his side, there were things that he had went through. So he had, he had, um, you know, went to war. He was in the Navy. So he was with the Marines. And so, you know, he saw a lot of, saw a lot of stuff there. He did not want to talk to me about it, but this was something that he could have possibly talked about with the therapist. He refused the therapy for himself. He didn't feel like he needed to get any therapy, but he definitely thought I needed some therapy. When we sat down together, his focus, what the therapist wanted every week, because I think we did at this point, I think we did like four sessions, four one hour sessions. And they were, they were stating like, okay, well, every week we had a new topic that we were going to go over. So what they were wanting to do is ship, you know, chisel off pieces of the bad stuff in the marriage. Like they wanted us to sit there and talk about it, stand 10 toes deep in it and move forward. Every week that we came in after the first week, we kind of got an idea of how the following weeks were going to go. When the second week came in, he wanted to talk about something from the beginning of the marriage. Okay. When we came in for the second time, they wanted to talk about like another piece of the marriage. He still wanted to talk about the stuff from the first time. Third time, same thing. Fourth time, same thing. The therapist was like, look, if you don't want to come here and you don't want to listen and you don't want to do what you're supposed to do, like you are not helping right now. Now, in this moment, while we're still going through our sessions, I'm still doing my my therapy by myself. He is not said he didn't have time at this point. I say this to say that if you're going to make that decision to do the therapy, both parties have to be vulnerable. Both parties have to be willing to take it seriously because it doesn't help. (laughs) It doesn't help you guys to progress, move forward. It doesn't help the healing process at all. If you're not willing to do it. The second time (laughs) that I did therapy with someone I was in a relationship with, it wasn't a marriage. It was an actual relationship. So he was my boyfriend. We were living together and, um, it was actually part of the program that he joined. This was Marcus. This was a part of the program that he joined with the Wounded Warrior Project. I will forever stand them. <laughs> I will forever stand them because the Wounded Warrior Project, more or less, they pick up the slack where a lot of the times the VA drops the ball. So this particular program, I, I did a little bit of research and I found it. I didn't know anything about them. I had never heard of them with all my dealings that I had with, you know, while I was married to my ex-husband and they had a program where they help veterans get a degree. They help veterans know how to be, you know, acclimated to civilian life, which I know that the VA has certain things that they have, but this, this was like on a whole other spectrum. 
So they got you psychologists. They got, they got personal trainers for you. They have tutors for you, for your classes. They, they, they set up networking events where they have you rubbing elbows with the who's who in fortune 500 companies. They, um, put you in a platform in a certain type of arena of people that you won't necessarily get in contact with if you're, you know, if you're just living a regular schmegler Joe life. So I was on board with all of this because I thought this was the only thing that would possibly help him. So not only does he, did he have his own separate therapy, but the Wounded Warrior Project also had family therapy. So I didn't necessarily feel like the kids, but like with me and him, I was, I was on board with that. So while we sat in the therapy session, he wanted to control the dynamic of the discussion that was going to be had. So I'll give him this contrary to my ex-husband. He was honest about things in our relationship that he had issues with and how he felt about himself and the life that he had been living for the past 10 years prior to me coming into his life. So he was very honest and he was very vulnerable about that. The only problem that we had was he could not take what the psychiatrist was dishing out. So the psychiatrist was telling him like, no, this is wrong. This is not how you treat people. Do you think that this type of think thought process is the reason why blah, blah, blah happened? He had a problem with accountability. So imagine someone saying that all of these bad things have happened to me in my life because everybody else is fucked up, not me. And the therapist was trying to get him to get into a realization that, hey, not every single problem that happens in your life is because someone else did it. There are going to be times that you're going to have problems that happen in your life that a lot of the times are your own doing. So once we had our last session and I'm saying it's our last session, it technically wasn't supposed to be the last session, but it was our last session because he didn't show up for it. Well, rewind the session before the last one, he walked out on it. When it was time for us to show up for the last session, because I, I was working at home at this time, he was, um, in school. So he, you know, we made sure to set up the appointments around the time that I would be off from work and he would be away from school, but it would be before the kids got home from school. And I, I more or less was like, okay, I showed up to the meeting, showed up to the session and he was not there. When the therapist called him, he's like, he wasn't coming. He had all kinds of excuses. And with everything that had been going on in that moment. So we were in a moment of, he was having a meltdown. I'm just going to put it like that. So he came, he came out there for this program and the wounded warrior project. They did all these things that I, you know, that I stated that they do. They also paid him a stipend. So he was collecting his VA benefits. Plus he was receiving a stipend from the wounded warrior project. They paid for food. They paid for housing. And then they gave him money on top of that. So you got free food, got a roof over your head and a very nice, a nice part of Jacksonville, Florida, nice County and everything as nice as it can get. Cause Duval County is a little questionable at times. <laughs> and you know, they pay for the roof over your head. They put you, you know, give you a little bit of pocket money, about 5k a month, give or take. And that's a great opportunity. 
for you to do something better than what you have been doing for the last 10 years. I'm a big firm believer believer. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So this is going to be something new for him. This is going to be a different arena for him. Hey, everything else that you've been doing, it has not worked. Let's try something new. So contrary to me, I wasn't even aware of this, but he was showing his whole entire ass up there at the headquarters. So his issue and what I've all, what I had always noticed about his issue was one, he had no friends. That's a huge red flag for me. <laughs> now it is Two, not only did he not have any friends, but the reason he didn't have any friends wasn't because no one just wouldn't like him. It was because of his behavior. And instead of taking this opportunity to meet new people, you know, create a brotherhood because the military doesn't even matter which branch you can go somewhere and then somebody else finds out you're a veteran. Don't let them be a veteran too. Y'all over here just passing off war. It's a yes. It is a literal brotherhood. It is a literal fraternity amongst them. And instead of him taking that opportunity to do that, he wanted to piss on his territory everywhere, which created a problem, which created fights. He was fighting people. I didn't even know this. I found this out way later. And he was on the verge of getting kicked out of the program because he was fighting people, tossing tables, acting a whole fool. But sitting there in that meeting alone, you know, in that session alone, the therapist looked over at me and she told me, you know, what had been going on. I was already somewhat um, in a realization of like what was kind of going on. But it hadn't come up to a head until after this therapy session. So. The therapist looked at me and I think this is probably the only time in my entire life that I've ever had a therapist tell me and I've had, I don't want to say I had a shit ton of them. I've had a few. I've had enough where no one's ever said this to me. She looked at me and said, if you're thinking about leaving, which I have a feeling with our last sessions that has been on your mind, I would suggest you to do it. The person you're in a relationship with is a sociopath. Now, mind you, when the program started, she was his therapist for months before we made a decision together to go to therapy. So she had set, had had 90 minute sessions with him twice a week over the course of six months. So she had enough information, I feel, she had enough information to make that type of call on him. And she, you know, advised me that you're not going to be happy if you continue to stay in this relationship. I kid you not. Three weeks later, I was gone. I was gone and I was in Texas. Now, I am going to share more about my recent therapy. I'm. I want to process that a little bit longer and I want to share that story with you guys because I feel like it's something that's it'll give you a vast <laughs> difference between my first two therapy sessions and the one that I'm in now. Big difference, huge difference. But I just want to if you needed a sign, if this was something that is on your mind to do this with your significant other, 
I'm all, I'm all on board on anybody, you know, taking care of their mental health, doing a check-in on your relationship, but keep those factors in mind. If the person is not showing up to the meeting, if they're not taking it seriously, if they're not being honest and vulnerable and truthful, which you have to be in therapy, that should be your determining factor on that's probably not the relationship for you. I hope this resonates with you. I love you so much. Take care. We'll talk soon.